You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now. 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740 Okay Al Hit it It's Saturday morning and uh, we're having internet problems Steve has got his pictures on the screen and it's bothering me (laughs) Anyways it's a great Saturday morning. The weather is actually nice and clear, a little bit cold, but we're getting it to fall. And I noticed all the way up to the cottage today, uh, pumpkins. Every farmer's got his pumpkins out on the side of the road, and uh, I'm going to go back and pick up some bargains. Anyways, uh, we've got a great show for you, as usual. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the leasing market changes. Uh, Andy DeCapitis is going to join us from Lease Busters, and we're going to talk about the changing market, the lack of used cars, and the lack of new cars. So, I mean, the reality of uh, dealers trying to join in, um, it's a problem. It's a real serious problem, trying to make the rent, no government subsidies, and uh, the car business is in trouble. So what are you doing out Secondly, in the country, Dave? Are you looking for horses and wagons to put on the uh, on lease busters or what? It might just be. I'm going to turn off my video here because it's bothering me. Okay. There we go. Okay. Then we got um, from for Halloween safety tips, we have Michael Stewart. He's with the CAA. We talked to him last time about bicycles. Mm-hmm. So this time we're going to talk to him about CAA's uh, ventures into uh, taking care of people for Halloween. And did you know that you can go to your local CAA place and pick up reflective tags for your kids? Didn't know I didn't that. know that. I found it. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to talk with Joey Gagne from Abrams Towing. They just had a great auction. They sold a Maserati, uh, 2016 Maserati. Can you imagine? Somebody gave that up. It's interesting. We're going to talk about the auction and the next one coming up, which I believe is the first week of November. He's going to have every three weeks. I wonder why someone left that Maserati there. I mean, did it have no wheels or motor or what? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was so much money owing against it. <laughs> was it worthwhile? <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the last week of our contest. We're giving away a set of triangle tires with uh, for your car, light car or truck. you got to remember that. It's light car or truck, and they'll actually go to your shop, Alan, to put them on. Exactly. So that's included. Coming to Glen Allen Motors to have those tires installed. And I- right. Plus, we're going to give them 100 bucks worth of gasoline from Esso and uh, get them on their way. So it's tires, installation, meet yeah. Allen, and gas. You can't do more than that. Speaking of gas, you said you ate at a different place last night. 
Yeah, I had chicken Slovakia, but don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was one of my favorites. As a matter of fact, I had a Slovakia last night, too, but uh, different place. You know, it was interesting. Um, I was at Walmart yesterday, I hate to say this, but the Walmart, most of the shelves in the shoe department were empty. That means they didn't get their shipment. So it's actually true. You know, the supply chain where they're talking about lack of parts, lack of uh, product, is it's starting to happen. So if you're buying your stuff for Christmas, uh, I would suggest you uh, go ahead. Exactly. Like they say, don't wait for spring. Buy it now because, uh, you know, if, yeah, it's, be- if you got it in your hand, you want to be grabbing it as soon as you can. Yeah, it's actually true. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking about real winter tips. You know, not like just changing your tires, but the real stuff. We're going to get down and dirty, get right into it, and uh, find out everything there is to know about winter preparation. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and I keep singing, hearing this song in my voice, and it's Against the Wind, you know, the one by Bob Seger. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, you know, Dave sent me these primer notes here about uh, what we should do for wintertime, and then Against the Wind, I never heard that before. Dave? Yes. What used to happen was if your car is parked in an open parking lot and the wind is blowing from the west uh, and the hood is, is facing the west, you end up freezing everything. First off, you reduce the amount of battery charge that you have because the battery is getting really icy. Secondly, the oil and everything gets thickened up. The engine tightens up because it's getting cold, and it's a tough one to start. So it's easy. Just spin the thing around, and if there's a prevailing wind from the west, then give her the rear end. I can see you getting out of your car and wetting your finger and holding it up to the sky to see which way the wind is actually friggin' blowing, eh? Well, you know what? New car manufacturers are putting in smaller batteries, True. and it's, it'll get worse. True. So as we go through the winter, um, we've got less power to work with. All right. Now, another thing that I see a lot, and it really is senseless, you know, where people will, you know, their their car's got the heater on, the wiper's going, everything's running, and they just shut it off and they leave it there. And then the next morning, yep. they turn it on, and there's a catastrophe. Which one is that, Dave? It's the wipers that'll probably break the wiper train or blow the fuse. Exactly. So the, the reality, right? I mean, didn't they used to have a reset fuse in, in some of the older cars? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not <laughs> that old. <laughs> okay. No, well, the reality but, but, is... But you're that, right. That That's only if you're lucky, eh? Because most yes. of the time it breaks. That's right. The, the, it's called the wiper train, which is actually the gear set that operates the wipers back and forth from the motor. And that wiper train will actually break. So either the plastic joints at the end will go or the white, the train will unhook. Either or, it's a couple of hundred bucks to get it fixed. So why not, why not turn it off? Exactly. And how are you going to drive to the shop if your car is full of snow and ice? You're not going to be able to. You ever anyways. see... Yeah, do you ever see sometimes people will lift their wiper blades up and leave them sticking up? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like I see that in Europe a lot, where they where they raise the wiper blade off the windshield mm-hmm. and leave it up over overnight. I've seen that as well. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if you had the forethought to to actually consider your wipers and where they're at, um, I mean, the other thing you can do as well is just when you're when you're you got your snow brush out, just lift the blade slightly to make sure it's not stuck to the window. That's the big one. Because I, I, yeah, would, I would think after a while, you know, you may there's a spring that you're stretching every time you lift the arm so high. Um, I would think eventually, you know, you're going to loosen that spring, so you're not going to get that adhesion to the window. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. 
Oh, next. That's a good point. You know, what we should talk about next is is moisture. Moisture in the fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be driving in the top half of the tank because the fuel is actually heated as we use it. Right. So the air inside the tank is warm, and what happens? It forms condensation, and you end up with water in the fuel. And that's why we're recommending that twice a season you put in gas line antifreeze to absorb that moisture, and it doesn't cause you problems. I never heard of that. You know, I always thought it was just the water that was in the tank at the gas station. But 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 that's a great mm. point because, as you mentioned, it you know the the tank has a recirculating system for the fuel that goes to the engine. Whatever's not used will travel back to the tank again, and of course that gas is warmed up, and condensation appears there. What um, what kind of gas antifreeze do you use? Whatever you know, what it's a dollar a, a jug, uh-huh. and and you basically whatever's on on sale on the station, mm-hmm. and just throw it in. It's basically alcohol, right. and so it absorbs the water, and you burn it up. Okay. Right. The other point is that moisture inside your car. Uh, you're you're stepping in snow. You're dragging that stuff on the floor. The heater hits it, and all of a sudden it's wet. So I used to put newspapers down, and I still do. When it's a slushy day, I put in the morning paper, put it on the floor, and it soaps up all the water. At night, you just pick it up, throw it in the garbage on the way in the house. Do you find one section is better than another to absorb that moisture? I like the Toronto Sun. <laughs> but the paper- it's made out of good paper. <laughs> it's a good paper, even even though no matter what's written on it, it's a great paper. Well, you can't find you know. There's no can't. There's no. Uh, there's no advertising in it anymore. The papers are so thin. You'd have to buy more than one for sure. <laughs> Either that. Well, the reality that that's part of it. The other part of it is just leave the window open just a crack uh, to get that air out of there. I mean, it's warm moist air you've been breathing in and out in the car for a while and if you leave the window open just to crack it'll vent overnight and you come back and the thing is fresh and clean and you're ready to start off a new day well, you know i got a tip from our studio audience and it basically says which is a good point you know people take their cars to the car wash these days and water gets introduced to the latches of your car you know if you have mm. a key style water gets in there and of course the latch can freeze but uh, but our buddy Steve says get your WD forty out and put the little straw in it. They've got a, a new can with a new uh, new way of working it, and you can push that little straw into the hole, give it a short spritz, and uh, it'll push out whatever water's in there to stop it from freezing. And you know what? While you're there, all the weather stripping that's around the outside of the door, mm-hmm. give that a spray because you don't want that sticking. You know, I've seen on, on days where it's frozen and then it warms up and frozen again. You open the door and the weather stripping stays in the body of the car and then there's nothing on the door. There you go. So some great tips. And, um, you know, we got to move on. After the break, we're going to be talking to Andy Capitacacos to find out what is going on in the car business. And just like there's hardly any underwear left on the aisles, on the shelves at, uh, at Walmart, there's not a whole lot of cars at the car dealers either. Let's find out right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. We heard Dave lamenting earlier about, you know, he's doing some shopping at his favorite store and there's nothing on the shelves. Well, apparently going to the car dealerships is also leaving not a, you know, a lot to be desired. We've got Andy DeCapitacacus from Lease Busters on the phone. Andy, how are you today? Wow. Thank you, Mr. Gelman. I am very well. Alan, what's going on? Well, let's ask Dave. Dave, did you find underwear or what? Actually, no boxer shorts. <laughs> You can't keep turning them inside out every day, okay? you got to eventually throw them away or launder them. 
You know what an interesting it, fact I found out this morning was between 2009 and 2011, 25% fewer cars were manufactured and sold than in the previous years. So it means that there's a lack of used cars built into the system, but now there's a lack of used cars because of the chip crisis. Talk about it, Andy. Yeah, well, you know, gentlemen, it is not just the chip crisis that we are facing. We're also facing a lot of shortages in material as well uh, from steel. Uh, you may notice also the uh, uh, companies such as uh, Hyundai, Kia, uh, Toyota to a certain extent, not as much though, and also you have Honda that are actually probably a little ahead of the race in getting stock for their clients because, um, especially Hyundai and Kia, because of the steel situation, that they're able to have their own steel because they do it in-house. Yeah, well, I've seen so where some other manufacturers have been looking into this as well. I know Stellantis just signed a deal with, uh, I think, LG, where they want to have control. They want to know if they're going to switch to battery power, that they're going to have batteries. You know, they don't have to really, do, you know... Um, Depend on a third party, eh? Yes, th that is correct. All right, cool. So on your site, how many cars do you have? You know what? We probably have more cars today than we've ever had before. Um, we have a, some, of course, because of that nature, we have a pre-order and pre-owned program for the dealerships, actually, that are putting vehicles online that people, if they want to pre-order, they can do that now, and the vehicles will come in probably, who knows, maybe six, seven weeks, maybe six, seven months. But people are actually opting to do that now because they're starting to understand the shortages are out there. And they're putting their vehicles online as well for us and for new clients to take over or for dealerships to buy. Our website is actually very bustling right now because of that. Dave? Uh, they used, there used to be, uh, I guess, a pipeline from lease returns at the dealership to a third party. And now manufacturers and dealerships have started to stop that. In other words, when a lease return comes back, the buyer can purchase the car or the dealership has to purchase the car. They don't want it going into the used car market because the dealerships are so short of stock. So how do you get over that, Andy? Well, it's funny you mentioned that fact. It is very true that is happening out there. Some manufacturers have already had in place that they would not sell to a third-party buyout. Um, Mercedes-Benz being one of them, actually. They do not offer that package to uh, their clients. Um, however, if you look at Tesla, Tesla will do third-party buyouts if it's a dealership. So, in other words, their client can buy out the car, but they can't sell their car to somebody else. So only a dealership can buy that Tesla from Tesla themselves if they're leasing mm. it. Now, so yes, a private yeah, party is paying yeah, 13%. I Mercedes, and they wanted to buy their car out. And, and, you know, when I was talking to them, I said, and you're going to pay the 13%. So what are you expecting to make on the sale for yourself if you sell that car? And then they said, oh, you're right. Yeah. So you're upside down. Right. The only way the that they can actually save the 13% is by trading it in with that dealer. So they would get credit for the uh, HST. Right, right. 
right? But buying it and trying to put it into the marketplace is a no-go because you're at a 13% disadvantage. Yes, agreed. Right, Alan? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about it. But, uh, well, a couple things that people have to consider. You know, I've had people who go to the site and look. Um, Andy, you, you actually have people online that will, will, will help, you know, the person who's trying to, you know, either buy or sell, eh, to, to make the, the, the transition easier? Correct. Yeah, we just had a, a big refresh on our website, too. I'm not sure if everybody has seen that or not. Uh, it really has come along. Yeah, yeah, it happened, everybody. It really happened. We did have a refresh on the website. It's, it's actually amazing. It's a, it's a, there's some really great tools for clients there that are able to take a look online and uh, pick and choose their vehicles and then pick and choose what they may see if they want someone to contact them if something comes in specifically to what they like. Uh, so, yeah, the website has had a major redo, refresh, if you want to call it. Uh, so we're very fortunate that we do have uh, sales representatives, if you want to call them, or lease specialists, we call them, um, that are able to talk to somebody. So we have live personnel. It's not just uh, uh, it is a very interactive website. It's not just uh, you go online and you don't talk to anybody. All right. So it's called leasebusters.com, correct? Worldwide Web. All right. Thank you very much, Annie, for joining us. We got to run and have yourself a great weekend. Drive safe. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. All right, you too. After the break, we're going to have Michael Stewart of the CAA with some tips on, you know, driving careful. We got Halloween coming up. That sounds a little, ooh, scary. We'll be right back. All right, well, it's October the 23rd. That means Halloween is just around the corner, and uh, the kids are going to be extra excited this year. Uh, we've got Michael Stewart on the line from CAA. Michael, you guys are doing your best to keep things safe, I understand. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, uh, the busiest and spookiest night of the season is fast approaching, so CAA just wants to remind parents and motorists to prepare properly to ensure safe streets and a happy Halloween for everyone. All right, we got some tips. Now, you guys, Dave mentioned earlier in the program that you guys have some reflective things you're giving away? Yes, uh, so CA members and non-members can visit participating CA stores uh, across South Central Ontario and pick up a free reflector tag. And you can put this reflector tag on your kid's Halloween costume to help make them more visible on Halloween night. But then you can also keep that reflector tag for the fall and winter season, so that can go on their jacket, backpacks, purses, uh, it's just all to help increase in visibility. All right. Well, last year, I mean, we really didn't get to celebrate at all. I mean, people had to come up with these crazy ideas where they have a 10-foot pipe that they'd throw the candy down. <laughs> I, I don't know how many people <laughs> did that, but a lot of children didn't go out. I guess they're going to be extra excited this year. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, unfortunately, a lot of kids missed out on Halloween and trick-or-treating last year. So we do anticipate there's going to be a lot of excitement uh, for kids getting out there, and whether they're young or old kids going out trick-or-treating. Uh, it's definitely going to be a busy one this year. And, um, you know, if the parents are busy or they have kids of different age groups, how, how do they deal with that? Yep. Uh, so for Halloween, it's best for parents and guardians to, uh, if their child's young, to accompany their children, or if they are old enough, make sure that they're with a group of responsible friends. Mm -hmm. And Halloween's also a great time to talk to your kids about road safety. So reminding them to stay on sidewalks, look both ways before crossing the street, and only cross at crosswalks or other marked crossings, especially with Halloween. 
obviously kids are going to be excited and wanting to get to all the different houses that have candy. So just having that conversation with them and reminding them that, yes, Halloween can be a lot of fun, but you also have to keep safety in mind. Well, I think Steve was out looking for a mask. Steve, what kind of mask were you looking for? <laughs> I guess he's still he's looking at his door. <laughs> All right. So, Dave, you're back. And um, go ahead, Dave. Well, I was going to say, I really feel sorry for the kids because they get all these costumes and everything. And because Halloween is so late in the season, if it rains and the weather is cold, it's all under their coat. So you actually supply them with tags or something that, to, to give them reflectivity? Yes. Uh, so the tag, the CA reflector tags uh, that you can get at a CA store for free as uh, a limit of four per family. And you can add them to your co- add to the kid's costume and it just helps uh, catch the light. So drivers especially on Halloween night and any night or uh, low visibility situations should have their full headlight system on. And so these reflector tags help catch the light and make them visible to road users. Oh, that's something we should have talked about, you know, in our earlier segment about winterizing. I see that so often. We call them zombie cars now. They're not out there just for Halloween, okay? These are cars that drive around where they don't turn their full headlight packages on, and they really need to do this, especially now Halloween is coming up. Uh, please turn your headlights on all the way. If you're not sure, get out of the car. Put it in park. Get out of the car. Make sure they're on because so many people drive with just their daytime running lights, and there's no tail lights at all. The other thing, too, is, you know, costumes often are passed down from one kid to the next as, as they get older. Um, they're not really tailored. Sometimes the pants are too long. What do they do? Uh, so, yes, uh, as you said, sometimes costumes are passed on uh, from older kids to younger kids. So just making sure that that costume fits properly, whether you can uh, like pinch up the pants, making sure they're not dragging or making sure the cape isn't too long and uh, causing a tripping hazard. You want to make sure that your child's Halloween costume is safe for them to be walking around in. So make sure that they try it on beforehand. So whether it's a couple days before Halloween, have them try it on, have them walk around in it and make sure that they can walk around safely. I think Dave's going out as Mayor McCheese this year. Is that any truth to the matter, Dave? No, I'm going out as a mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) I got lots of uniforms. (laughs) Actually, we used to wear in the shop white white lab coats. You know, if you work in the counter, you wore a white lab coat, and and the kids would cry because they thought they're going to the doctor. So (laughs) it's always that's how I'm going. I'm going as a mechanic. I'm taking my grandkids, and we're going to have a great time. You know, I've seen that myself where people brought in their pets and and the dog would think that I'm the veterinarian (laughs) and growl at me. I went, no, no, seriously, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to take care of the car. (laughs) It's so true. You know, a lot of people put lights out on their lawn, uh, keep the porch lights on, uh, make sure that most of the candies that you're giving out, or I should say all the candies, are are wrapped and and clean. And, and, uh, you know, you always hear these horror stories of of, of, uh, apples being put pins in it these are these people are nuts but the reality is most of halloween is a great time really it is a super time for sure and i think that's an important reminder too of just uh kids only go to homes that are well lit uh obviously if they're if people's houses aren't lit they're most likely not participating in trick-or-treating so make sure you're only going to homes that are well decorated or well lit and again parents making sure that they check the candy before when your kids get home make sure you check that candy 
uh, before giving it to your kids. I know my father always did that growing up, but then later on in life, I realized he was also checking it to make sure that he got all of his candy that he wanted. Mm -hmm. Oh, he was sneaking out the good stuff. Yep. (laughs) He was taking the cream off the top and leaving you them crappy candies wrapped in wax paper. I remember those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have to tell you a funny story. My youngest... Now, I guess it was my oldest. First time we went out for Halloween, he wouldn't go to the house. He was scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I walked him up and I showed him the, the ropes. You end up getting candy. All you do is say trick or treat. And he clued in and he ran to the next house. And we had to go back to the house, unload, and go out for a second tour. So the reality is a great time. It's a great bonding experience. To give us uh, your, your uh, contact information. Yep. Uh, so you can uh, reach uh, CA uh, at traffic safety at caasco.ca. Uh, people have any questions about Halloween safety and would like to clarify any tips, uh, we're always happy to help. And also, I just want to remind everyone that these tips for Halloween, so being visible, making sure your lights are on, making sure that you're following the rules of the road and obeying the speed limit, those are tips that you can keep throughout the fall and winter months. We know through MTO that this time of year is also one of the worst for pedestrian vehicle collisions making sure you mm-hmm. keep, these, keep these tips in mind beyond the Halloween season. We'll also make sure we have a safe fall and winter. Exactly. And, yeah, uh, and the kids. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Al. I was just going to say, and, and please, you know, uh, drive safe. But if you don't have a towing service, you, you should really check into CAA because you can't wait until that really cold day in the wintertime. You want to make sure that you've got that app in your phone and you can watch the little tow truck coming to your house. Uh, thank you very much, Michael. <laughs> have yourself a great weekend. Thanks so much for having me. And look carefully at those candies, eh? Don't just be unwrapping them and throwing them down your throat. you got to make sure they're good. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got Joey Gagne after the break. You know, he had an auction. Let's find out. I wonder how that auction went and what exactly they were getting rid of. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. I'm back, and we've got Joey Gagne on the phone from Abrams Towing. You know, you guys tow vehicles, and, and, and sometimes people don't want them back. What do you do when you get too many? Hi there, guys. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, that happens occasionally. Uh, people uh, can't can't uh, pick the car up for some reason, don't want it. Uh, uh, there's some issue with the car, and uh, we take those cars, and uh, we repurpose them so that uh, they can be sold uh, back out to the public, and we do that through our online auction. When you say repurpose, so you mean, you know, uh, maybe someone doesn't put the car back on the road, but actually uses it as a parts car, is that correct? Yeah, that that's part of it. Some people buy the cars for parts, some of them buy them to fix them. Um, what we mean by repurpose, we just clean them up and uh, and and offer them out to other people that uh, can can use them and uh, take advantage of, uh, in many cases, a, a great car. Well, if you're wondering, uh, you know, how come some cars have newspapers all over the floor, ask Dave. Dave? <laughs> Actually, you had a great auction. I was just looking at the results. I think you sold like 99% of the cars you offered. Yeah, we usually sell almost everything. We had, I think... Uh, 25 or 30 cars in the last week or this week and uh mm-hmm. i think there was uh i think everything sold actually so uh, it was uh, it was a it was a good sale yeah you also had had an office trailer you had uh, everything from a maserati uh 2016 maserati to a, an office trailer to a set of uh 
kids' hockey equipment. I mean, the the reality is everything's on this site. Yeah, the, the we we sell the uh, if the vehicle's abandoned and 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 there's leftover contents or stuff like that, we'll sort through the contents and and uh, and then put those up on our site for sale. And sometimes you get something like kids' hockey equipment or uh, a TV or you know numerous different things it's uh, it's actually very interesting we also sell tires that we 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 get uh, and uh, things like that but majority of the of the things that we sell uh, it's primarily a car auction site and that's what we we're, we're primarily selling so we get all different types of vehicles including uh, motorcycles snowmobiles boats cars trailers and uh vans, pickup trucks, and big trucks. You know, my grandson plays hockey now, and I think his league is looking for a used Zamboni. Any chance? <laughs> yeah. you know, it could happen one day. <laughs> All right, so if they go out to your website, which is, what's the, what's the website? The, the website is, uh, you can go to abramsauction.ca or abrams.ca, either one, and uh, they'll get you to our right to the auction, and uh, you can register on uh, to be a uh, a bidder, or you can register just to uh, be a subscriber to the newsletter and no- and auction notifications. So you do put you do post pictures of what you've got up for auction, though, eh? Every vehicle is videoed, and uh, there is a series of six to eight pictures taken and uh, full details of the vehicle. The vehicles are all in di- different uh, um, conditions, so you've got to do your homework, and we always encourage people to do their homework, and also the the week of the auction, the vehicles are available for viewing, so we allow people to come in and view them uh, with all the COVID restrictions being followed, and uh, we, uh, yeah. All right, Dave? Joey, when's your next auction? Is this first week of November? Yeah, I think it's the first week. I think it's the first week of November. It, it's three weeks from uh, from this this week, so yes, whatever that whatever that auction date is. Unfortunately, I don't remember the date. I think it's the eighth, but uh, or ninth. I think so. Yeah, I think it was eighth the eighth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a three day auction. The auction's held over three days, so you can open the bidding opens at six o'clock on Tuesday. Uh, you can start viewing the vehicles at uh, ten a.m. on Tuesday, and you can view them right up until six p.m. on Thursday. And the bidding is from six. On Tuesday till 7 p.m. on Thursday, and you can anybody can bid. It's open to the public, and uh, we uh, we encourage people to check it out and see whether there's something there that they might like. There's lots of cool cars. Joey, is there ever a shortage of vehicles? Uh, not this year. No, not in the last not in the last little while. We used to do a much larger uh, auction over. Mm-hmm longer period of time we used to do it like once every six or six to eight weeks so because we do it faster there doesn't seem to be a a shortage of vehicles but there seems to be a a high demand for used cars this year i'm sure you guys talk about that a lot on your show because uh, of all the uh, the uh, things going on in in the world today uh, used cars are very popular and joey and the values have gone up yes Uh, go ahead al yeah question um if um not all these cars run necessarily if if uh, you know if they have to be towed, you guys do special deals for that as well. Yes, we do. We we have a we have a uh, flat rate deal for cars that are, people purchase, and we deliver the cars for people all the time, all over all over Ontario. Uh, we we have a transport service and a towing service, so short or long distance. 
That's great. So you can arrange it. And uh, so, yeah, you got and you've got uh, quite a fleet of trucks. Eh? How many you got? Uh, we have about 200 trucks now, and uh, we're all over Ontario. We're, we're trucks in Windsor, Ottawa, Toronto, Hamilton, all over the GTA along the 401 corridor primarily. Dave? I was going to say that I used you last week because I had to move a hoist uh, from my old shop to uh, the cottage, and you guys sent down a flatbed and did it in a couple of hours, and boom, it was done. So you you actually just don't tow cars. You tow everything. Yes, we do. We do light transport and heavy-duty transport um, with uh, – we have uh, trucks for floating equipment and machinery, and we haul trailers, and uh, we actually haul cars. So we, we have a transport division that hauls cars for snowbirds to Florida. We do stuff like that. Oh, 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 you do that as well, eh? We do, yeah. So question, I mean, to get around the rules, I mean, they're opening the borders slowly, but, but can, can you actually take my car, for example, to Buffalo, and then I could somehow get it there? Is that, that, how do we do okay. that? I think that's done now. I think you can take your own car over if you want. I think that's just changed recently. Uh, but before, we were taking cars over the border for people. That was a uh, thing. You would fly to Buffalo and then get your car. But I think they've finished that. Uh, I think that still possibly can happen. But I think that uh, you can do it yourself. I think that the borders have opened for that. Never mind. If they're not open, they're opening up in the next couple of days. All right, Joey, if we have a, something like an RV... You know, a really large piece of equipment. You have a truck that actually will tow that, won't you? Yeah, we tow trucks and buses, and we haul uh, uh, um, construction equipment, and we haul uh, motorhomes and stuff like that. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. So my little birdie told me uh, that it's November 9th that your auction is on. There you go. Shame on me and how do we get in knowing. touch with you? Shame on me for not knowing, and thank you for, for remembering or checking. <laughs> it's no problem. Yeah, and you know, you've been around for as long as I can remember. I think uh, 1980? I've been around almost as long as you, Dave. Yes, I know that. It goes back to poor credit towing. That's how far it's been back a long goes. time. I got a picture a of two old guys sitting in, a, in, in rocking chairs, you know, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's I love it. www.abrams.ca, and uh, what was the auction one? The auction nope. is abramsauction.ca. There you go. So, thank you, guys. All right, thank you very much. we got to run, and um, that's about it. We're going to be talking. Dave and I are going to be, you know, doing a sort of recap after the show, and... Um, that's about it. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Dave, I've got a question. You know, let's say you got a car and the headlights are sort of, they're not bright. They're crazed over. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Halloween's coming up. You want to be able to see those kids. Is there anything you can do about that? Yeah, there's kits around where you can actually polish the lenses. Um, what we used to do is actually sand the lenses with uh, 2,000 grit paper and then put a layer of lacquer over it, and that kept them shiny. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. that They do turn yellow. But the latest technology, we have a 2011 Mercedes. Uh, it hasn't turned yellow at all. It's still the original uh, bright, clear, and uh, shiny. 
I wonder what caused Well, I, I know that um, my glass guy would always say, you know, when you see a, a windshield on a car and, it, and, it, and it's kind of messed up, he'd say, well, you see, people follow too close, and that's why it happens. Mm, that could be. Could be abraded. You never know. By the way, uh, talking about older cars, uh, Volvo, remember last week I told you 460,000 Volvos were recalled because of airbags? Okay. Well, they have now decided to recall all of them. So V70 to XC70 vehicles, 20, zero, sorry, 2001 to 2007 are also in the recall. So every Volvo station wagon out there, if you, I own one, I would take it to my dealer and talk to him and see what he's going to do. Remember when you had your airbag problem? It took a long time to change. It did because uh, they didn't have inventory. I mean, they sent letters out that said, come on, bring it in. And then when I would call a dealer... They would say, sorry, yeah. no stock, no stock, no stock, until eventually they said, well, come in and make an appointment, and then we'll put you on the waiting list. And sure enough, they called me. Uh, it was handled well, you know. But, but the other crazy part was, too, initially when they were changing them, they were putting in old stock. So I had to get a replacement one replaced a second time. I thought that was nuts. Interesting. So uh, the last week... The city arrested nine residents uh, of Toronto for stolen cars. They had 88 stolen cars in their possession, uh, value $5 million. Did they know they Can were stolen? Can you imagine? Yeah, they knew they were stolen. They were all <laughs> high-end cars. They were going overseas. And what's interesting is they actually could make the key. So I looked it up, and I did some research on it. You can buy the equipment to make the key for five to 700 bucks on eBay. It comes from China. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go in the car theft business, that's, that's where you start, I guess. It's, it's labeled for locksmiths only, but it doesn't restrict you from buying it. Yes, so yes. So five to 700 bucks. I saw the same, one of those same devices, too, and it talked about odometer turning back. And it said, it's for testing purposes only. This, the, yeah. You know, I went, yeah, <laughs> test. Yeah, let's test and see how much more money we can get for a car that's lost 100,000 kilometers. I guess that's the kind of test they were talking about. But this is where also, you know, we have to listen to our friends at, at Omvic and buy from a registered dealer. Because if you buy one of those stolen cars in, locally, um, you know, you meet a guy at a donut shop, um, and, and then the police come to your house weeks later and tow it away, you have no recourse at all. No, you lost the car. Mm-hmm. You lost the car. Then, and the reality is there's no insurance on that. Uh, it's a private sale. And try and find the guy and, and get him to go to court. It's, 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 it's basically you bought stolen goods. Exactly. So that was interesting. I thought it was, was fascinating. So uh, bottom line is we gave you some tips today about getting ready for the winter. Please heed them. They actually work. Could save you a few bucks. And also the grief of having to sit there and wait for somebody to give you a boost. Exactly, and if your tires have you know, 60, 70 Ks on them, there's a good chance that they're worn out. So if you want to win a free set of tires, this is the last weekend. Go to Dave's Corner Garage. You'll see you'll click a button there for Triangle Tire Contest, and you could win some new rubber. Yep, I think that's a great deal. Uh, Andy Decapitis, I want to thank him uh, for talking about uh, the lack of product. I mean, it puts on a brave face, but the truth is what they're selling is in the future, and you'll end up, uh, you know, you pre-order your car, and you'll wait five to six months if it comes in. So, um, I mean, I just ordered a new Cadillac, and uh, I'm looking at eight months before they even put me on the list. Well, you have have enough cars to drive. I'm not feeling sorry for you, Dave. I'm sorry. That's not the problem. The problem is what I do with them in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> you can go to Florida now if you want. Remember, you couldn't before. Yeah, but, you know, that's a scary part of it. So um, I think we're going to go in March. It's been two years since we've been down there. You think that old Mustang of yours will start? I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And Michael Stewart, you know, the CAA with um, all the safety tips. But the reality is, you know, as you're driving along, the kids are all excited. They run across the road and everything else. Uh, I would uh, take the afternoon off and not go anywhere. And you know what? And, just... and one of their tips that we kind of missed was don't drive through residential neighborhoods if you don't have to, eh? Like, you know, yeah. normally you may be taking a side cut, uh, a, a shortcut. Don't bother with it. Stay on the main streets. Again, make sure your full headlight package is on. And watch out for those little kids. Yeah, they, they're just... They just run, you know. They go from house to house. They're screaming. Uh, it's it's a riot. But uh, I really feel sorry for the drivers that have to go through that. It's it's dangerous enough, and it's dark, and it's I don't want any tragedies. And then Joy Gagne, uh, I use this service all the time, no matter what we're towing, if it's a car or if it's a, a hoist. They brought my hoist up. They brought my Ferrari up. Uh, great service. I mean, these guys are right on the ball. They call that they're coming. Uh, they do the job and. It was just a good experience. And don't forget they have an auction every three weeks, abrams.ca. Yeah, I look at that auction all the time, you know, just to see what cars are going for. And uh, like they had a Maserati, which was hit in the um, the right front corner, mm-hmm. and it went for almost $27,000. Now, do you think they were going to fix that car, or were they just going to yeah. part it out? No, that's probably a seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 car. And the guy probably had a parts far around. Anyways, here's the music. All right, Wish thanks. everybody a great weekend. Thank you everybody. Drive safe. Thank you, Carlos, for running the show as usual. Doing a great job. Dave, you have a good time up at the cottage. Uh, make sure to wipe that car- that paint off the carpet. You know, your wife's going to kill you if you don't. Well, no, I was painting outside, so i got to wipe the paint off the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself on the ladder, eh? Don't, uh, I don't want to hear next week how you know, it's, I usually go up there, and I'm fine, but not this time. Anyways, drive safe, everybody. This is uh, this is me, Alan Gelman, from uh, Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right, and we're not going to be right back. We'll be back next week. Got to run. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Just a Minute with Dave Renninger from Dave's Corner Garage. Today we're talking with Trevor Hutchison from Crown Body Maintenance. A big part of being a corporate partner that deals with consumers is being corporately responsible to the environment. And so we believe that although we're in the automotive protection business, you also want to do it in the right way, in the right manner. And for Crown, that starts with our proprietary rust inhibitors, lubricants, penetrants, and all of the products that we manufacture have that in mind. We use a hydrocarbon petroleum base stock that is environmentally safe and a chemical inhibiting package that is designed to be safe to be used in cities, municipalities, and a variety of different environments so that it's responsible towards the areas that we're applying it in. And how do we get more information about Crown? Go to our website at crownwithak.com. You've been listening to Just a Minute. To hear more, go to our website, davescornergarage.com. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.